Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spark Rentals Facebook Live and Podcast. Um, Brian is near, nearby. Yeah, back in the States. <laughs> back in the States, um, which is nice. And please let us know where you all are joining us from today. Um, last week, Brian interviewed Mike Morawski. I thought that was really good. Um, I don't know if you all had a chance to see it, but just a, an amazing man and what he went through and overcame. Um, yeah, yeah, fascinating story about yeah. you know, b- building this this huge amount of wealth and income through real estate and then losing it all and, and going to prison and then coming out of prison and rebuilding from scratch as as an older guy later in his career. Uh, so, you know, we, we hear a lot of people, uh, a lot of older adults ask us about getting started in real estate later in life. And they go, oh, is it too late? You know, and it's, it is not too late. And he's a good He's a perfect example. Definitely. I mean, I started late, so I mean, I'm not going to tell you my age, but (laughs) it's never too late to follow a dream. Absolutely. Um, So I also have some exciting news. Um, Last year, we around the same time, we gave away um, a one year subscription to PropStream, which is one of my favorite um, resources that I like to use and we are doing it again. So, so, well, let's, let's give a quick introduction about what prop stream is and what it does. Um, Denny, you're actually, you're even more familiar with it than I am. So, you know, yeah. Tell us about oh. prop stream. Well, I mean, if you have a property you're interested in, you can pop it in, you can find out all kinds of things. If you have a location that you're interested in, you can pop that in and you'll get a listing of properties by pre-foreclosure you can find out if somebody's divorced or getting divorced or i mean literally it's like uh creeping into somebody's um you know details of their properties it's a good stalker property program no just kidding it really good it give. there's so much information they have um other tools that you can you know add on um like uh, there's a tool that you can literally get a quote on what it would cost to redo something in, in the home or, you know, which is, these are kind of helpful, especially if you're flippers. Um, there's just so much. To, to start from the very beginning, it's, it's software that helps you identify uh, distressed properties uh, that, that you can potentially get a good deal on. So, well, that's what you use it for. Yes. Sorry. Forgot to add that part. Yeah, so it's designed to help real estate investors find good deals. So it lists local foreclosures, um, local tax liens and divorces and, you know, other other sellers who uh, may be open to a lowball offer in exchange for settling quickly. Right. So that it's, it's software designed to help you find good deals. Uh, and they also, uh, I believe they launched a service that sends out mailers for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Uh, but- um, it's, there's a, it's just, just check it out. I mean, it, um, it's worth just checking out. It's free for they They give like a more, or at least free trial. So 
definitely check them out. Um, but we are giving away a year subscription. So I am going to give a link. And, and that's valued at what, like $1,100 what they charge for yeah. it? It's, it's expensive software. So, but very useful. I so am giving a link in the chat. And what you need to do is we're just asking you to complete a, a survey, a little quick survey about us. <laughs> Did you put that in the Skype chat or in the BeLive or in the, in the I, um I first put it in the no. Skype chat. <laughs> Guys, I have not been feeling well, so I'm a little off my game. So, but definitely good for laughs. laughs. So definitely click on that link. It's a few quick questions and um, just asking you about um, our application, our landlord application. And in return, you'll be entered into a drawing. When are we doing the drawing? It's next Tuesday. Is it that? Is it that uh, soon? Tara, <laughs> if you're out there, just chime in on the um, chat and let us know when we are actually doing the drawing. So, with that being said, today we are going to discuss six tax moves to make before the end of 2021. Now, I don't know if y'all remember last year, it was crazy because they were coming out with new um, laws and regulations and changes like late, like it was well after uh, the beginning of the year. Um, I somehow think it's not going to be as bad this year, but I think we are going to see some of the same um, kind of stuff going on. And it is next Tuesday, Tara chimed in there. Thanks, Tara. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be uh, over the Facebook Live next Tuesday, we will be drawing the winner. Yes. Um, and the, the survey, it literally takes you like 60 seconds to fill out. Uh, so, yeah. Fill it and, out for a chance to win a, you know over $1,100 worth of uh, software. Right. And, yeah. So, this year, so now we're going to talk about some tax moves you want to make. Um, so, Brian, with that being said, why don't you tell us one of the first things that we should definitely maybe look into here? Well, so one thing that... Is, is not a surprise. The one thing that you've probably heard everyone talk about before is contributing to a tax sheltered account. Uh, now that you can do in most cases until actually April 15th of the following year for 2021. Um, but uh, so those include uh, IRA, 401k, 529 plan for you know, your kids' college fund, uh, HSAs, etc. Now, what you what you do have to do by the end of this year uh, is if you're planning on doing a Roth conversion, if you're planning on moving money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA uh, or from your traditional 401k to a Roth 401k, uh, that you do have to do by December 31st. Uh, you, you, you can't wait until after you prepare your tax return uh, to do that. That has to be done by the end of the calendar year, unlike new contributions to those accounts, which you can make until April 15th. So, and I think I read that um, HSAs are changing for our benefit, changing some of their regulations. So keep an eye on, on these things. Um, yeah. What about um, charitable contributions, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Those, those are another thing you can do by the end of the calendar year to reduce your taxable income. Um, now, in general, you have to itemize your deductions to take advantage of uh, deducting charitable contributions. If you take the standard deduction, 
um, then charitable contributions will not lower your tax bill. That being said, I believe there's a, a $300 allowance. Uh, if you uh, take the standard deduction, you can also take another $300 off your taxable income for charitable contributions right. uh, as, a, as a special allowance. Then they just added that last year, I think. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah, trying to encourage more charitable giving, uh, even among people who take the standard de standard deduction, which most Americans do after they raise the standard deduction to be a lot higher in the uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. So nowadays, because the standard deduction is so much higher, most people take the standard deduction. Uh, but they did want to create some benefit, uh, tax benefit for people who give charitable uh, donations. So they added that. Uh, uh, it's a $300 special allowance, I think, that you can take, even if you take the special, the standard deduction. And then um, it helps people. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think there are changes there, too. And please know that Brian and I are not accountants or financial advisors. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> we're just going on experience, things we know, and um, we're bringing them to you. But obviously, if you have any questions, you want to make sure you talk to your accountant you know, or financial advisor. So I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing you can do as a real estate investor is you can consider doing a 1031 exchange to defer paying capital gains taxes on any properties that you have sold recently. Now, there are some rules that uh, you need to follow with 1031 exchanges. Uh, if you've never done one before, there, you know, you do need to understand these rules. So first of all, you have to declare a replacement property within 45 days of selling the old property. Now you do get a little bit of leeway. You can name up to three replacement properties and only have to pick one of those. Oh, wow. uh, but, but you must settle on the new property within 180 days of selling the old property. So, uh, so after, within 45 days of selling, you have to declare uh, a replacement property and you can, you can declare up to three different options. Uh, and then within 180 days of selling, uh, you have to uh, buy, you have to settle on buying the new property to replace it. Um, and you also have to take the proceeds from the sale of the old property. And that has to be held by a qualified intermediary. You can't take that money for you in your own account. You have to uh, transfer that money directly from the settlement of the old property to an intermediary to hold it in escrow for you. Uh, and then the money goes from the intermediary to the settlement of the new property. Nice. nice. And we do have an article detailing this stuff. <laughs> it's going in now. Yeah, there's there's a lot to know about 1031 exchanges. So yeah, if they're, one, they're a bit complicated, but um, definitely beneficial. Absolutely. Um, and you can, you know, you can keep deferring those over and over again. You can, you know, just keep replacing and upgrading your properties and never paying capital gains taxes on it. Uh, if you keep putting the funds towards new replacement properties. Nothing wrong with that. No, <laughs> leave them for your kids. And then the, um, the uh, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the cost basis will reset uh, when upon your death. So your wow. kids don't end up paying capital gains taxes on them either. See, <laughs> these things are good to know. Um, the other thing or thing that you can do is start, you know, get some of those capital improvements done and, and working for you. Um, now, capital improvements are different, right, Brian, than um, I don't know, repairs, simple repairs. They definitely 
definitely are um, larger expenses, right? I'll let you explain. Right. So uh, repairs, you can deduct 100% of the cost this year. Uh, so if you have any uh, repairs that you need to make at your property, uh, go ahead and knock them out over the next couple of weeks. And then you can deduct the cost of that uh, those repairs mm -hmm. in your 2021 tax return. Now, capital improvements are uh, changes to the property or uh, their work on the property that extends the life of the property or, or expands the value of the property. So for example, if you put on a new roof on the property, that is a capital improvement because it extends the life of the property. Um, you know, so same thing, you know, if you replace any of the mechanical systems, if you replace all the windows, um, you know, these are all capital improvements. You know, if you put on a, you know, this, this huge new patio, you know, these are all capital improvements that uh, grow the value of the property or, or extend the, the life of the property. Uh, now, capital improvements, you can't deduct those costs within this one year, uh, but you can depreciate them over the next 27 and a half years. So uh, you divide the cost basically by 27 and a half, and that's what you can take <laughs> for each of the next 27 and a half years. Uh, and I am adding a link to a depreciation calculator. Yeah, we have a free depreciation calculator on the website uh, that you can use to run these numbers because it does it does get a little confusing. Um, so anything like tax related and any of this stuff is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's for for a reason. Um, anyway, the another tip you can do is prepay bills. Um, Let's talk about that, Brian, mortgage payments. Yeah. So, you know, if you pay January's mortgage payments in December, then you can write that off from this year's tax return, right off the interest, uh, for example, from this year's tax return. Um, and, you know, if you cover bills like utility bills on, at your rental properties, you, know, you can prepay those. Although actually those bills, you have to the fact that that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but any bills that you pay, uh, before the end of the calendar year uh, that are tax deductible, uh, you can take those from your 2021 return. Now, what about making an extra mortgage payment? Well, so that would go towards your principal balance and that's not deductible. Uh, that just goes straight to paying down your loan balance. Uh, so you can do that and it'll reduce your, your principal balance and you, you know, pay up down your mortgage loan faster, uh, but that will not reduce your, your tax bill. Gotcha. And you could buy property before the end of the year. Um, That's right. And if you use PropStream, you might be able to find it better, but. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a really quick settlement in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're talking cash. And even then, it, it would be tough to do at this point, but it's still possible. I, you know, it's happening out there. Yeah, so when you buy a property, uh, many of the closing costs are deductible in the same year, and the ones that aren't deductible are depreciable. You can, you can depreciate them over the next 27 years, um, so there's still a tax benefit there. And I, I Denny, there is something that I want to, there's a point I want to raise about depreciation that I just learned recently, and I'm actually kind of embarrassed that I didn't know this before, but when you sell a property, a rental property, the IRS actually taxes you not just so you have to pay depreciation recapture when you sell a rental property. Uh, and I had always thought that if you don't take depreciation, if you don't deduct de for depreciation on your tax return, that you don't have to pay depreciation recapture when you sell the property. That's actually not true. You have to pay de depreciation recapture whether or not you take depreciation on your tax returns. 
for the years that you own the rental property. So the IRS actually charges you depreciation recapture on what you were allowed to take, not what you actually took. So if you don't uh, include depreciation on your tax return for your rental properties each year, you're getting double taxed, basically. Wow. So always take depreciation uh, for your rental properties on every single year's tax return. That right. You that wow. Property. And this is why we you, you have to have really good records. You must, if you don't know, it's okay. We all don't know everything. So hire a financial expert because it's very helpful. And then um, if you're hiring a financial, don't just hire any Tom, Dick or Harry, just find somebody reputable and you can ask around and whatnot. You'll, you'll see the names. And somebody who has experience with rental properties because yes. You know, a lot of accountants, they don't work with a lot of landlords or real estate investors. And, you know, they may not know some of these rules. Um, and, and you know, they, so they might not uh, take depreciation for you on your tax return. Absolutely. So always, always work with an accountant who specializes in working with real estate investors if you are an investor. And keep your eyes peeled on, you know, the news, Google, whatever you, you look at, because we're going to see uh, changes big time. So, Brian, what else can you tell us or, you know, what can you leave us with here? Well, so as a quick recap, so six tax moves to consider making before the end of 2021. Uh, first, contribute to a tax sheltered account, whether that's a retirement account or an education account or an HSA, uh, or consider doing a Roth conversion, you know, converting money from your traditional IRA to your, your Roth IRA. Uh, two, make charitable contributions. Uh, you, you do have an allowance to deduct those, even if you take the standard deduction up to a certain limit, I believe it's $300. Uh, consider doing a 1031 exchange if you have just sold a property within the last month or so, uh, or if you're about to sell one. Uh, four, get those capital improvements working for you. So, you know, if you, you can uh, make a capital improvement or make repairs and then either deduct or depreciate them, depending on whether it's a repair or capital improvement. Five, prepay, consider prepaying bills such as your January mortgage payment. Uh, and six, you know, if you buy a property before the end of the year, that will add a whole bunch of deductions for you come tax time. Absolutely. And then one last reminder, um, check out our landlord software and then I'm gonna put in a link again and go ahead and complete a survey and that survey will ask for your email and then by doing that you will be put in a drawing for one full year of prop stream which is like over nine hundred dollars or probably more now that's oh, more so, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's they, they charge it's expensive software and it's right. worth every penny we use it it's a great way to find deals on, on real estate definitely and that's it all right, guys. Happy Tuesday. Happy holidays. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday to announce the winner of that drawing. Have a great Tuesday. Bye, Bye guys. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.